Don't Go is the theme of this special edition of Canada's Pinball Podcast. And I say please don't go because that's what it that's what it seems the Highway Pinball Investor Group is asking of individuals who have refund requests with them, right? So people who are fed up, who just want to get their money back, um, have been sent an email by the new investment group at Highway Pinball. And I'm not going to go into the whole thing. I'm not going to read the entire email. Um, here's, here's the main points about it. They basically say, uh, we got your request for an email. Uh, there's exciting things going on at Highway Pinball. Uh, we have a whole new team in place. And let's introduce the new Highway Pinball Dream Team to you. Uh, after that, they are asking people to hop on the phone and discuss whether or not they still want to get a refund. And then there's a very important sales tactic at the end of the email where they say, we're going to raise the price on Alien Pinball. If you ask for a refund, uh, and you know what they're saying is, if we will honor the price that you paid for Alien. But if you ask for a refund and go to buy back in, um, you're going to pay more. That's what that tactic is meant to do, right? It's meant to make people afraid that they might have to pay more money. Now, the whole time I was reading this email where these gentlemen are introducing themselves, uh, I got this weird sort of uh, thought in my head. It's, it sort of reminded me the way of like an entrance of these like super amazing businessmen that are here to save Andrew Highway's failing company. And I just had this, this was playing in my head and I want to, I want to play it for you. Um, what I was, what I was sort of thinking as I was reading the email, these gentlemen sent out uh, to the refund requesters. Here, here's what was going on in my head. And now, your investor lineup for the UK's first and only pinball manufacturer, Highway Pinball. From Norway, brothers from different mothers, two guys who will now apply their fire protection skills to the pinball world. They built businesses from the ground up and they love pinball. Roger and Kato. Hailing from Sweden. They call him the snack bar kid. He's made more money than you since 2001. The computer genius that opened Sweden's first pinball shop. Daniel. Johnson, also from Sweden, known as the humble bragger, 
He's got 100 pinball machines in his house and has been crushing it in the world of business since 1988. He is going to start Highway's production line. This is your Huckleberry Patrick 10. And finally, from Germany, the man with the silver spoon. He got his first pinball machine at age 11. Since then, he's succeeded in the world of business. He is, he knows that pinball is hard, but his determination is harder. He will not fail. Alexander Spohr. And your head coach for Highway Pinball. The man who gets a royalty on every game sold. No other than Auric Lawson. Let's hear it. Are you sure you still want a refund? This is your Highway Pinball Dream Team. All right, well, I had to do that. That's sort of like how my mind works. I'm sorry. I just, I, I read these things and I go to these crazy places. But here's the thing. Um, the, the decision now is up to people out there. And the way I look at it is real simple. Why would you not ask for a refund? And I said this in the previous podcast. If these gentlemen are so good at business and they're going to turn highway around, then let them do it with their money. You got to play the scenario of like best case, worst case scenario. Okay, so let's think about it like this. Worst case scenario, you keep your money invested in highway pinball and it doesn't work out and you lose all your money. Okay, that's worst case scenario. Um, best case scenario, you keep your money in highway pinball. They're successful. You get your game for what you paid for it um, and everything's good. Okay, but why not eliminate the worst case scenario and, and do this. Why not ask for a refund if you get your money back and Highway Pinball is successful and the games do come out, then you go and you buy one for a little bit more money than you originally were going to buy it for. So let's say it's $500 more per game. Wouldn't you rather eliminate the risk of losing all your money, get your money back, and simply go back in and buy it for a higher price but when you go buy it for a higher price, you are 100% guaranteed a game because the games are real. And that's the way I look at it. I mean, that's how I would approach it. Again, not my money. I'm not in on it. Um, but I am nervous when I start to see uh, a chance for people to maybe just get out and play it safe. Uh, the amount of people that still are just trying to convince you to stay in, stay in, stay in. Um, it's this sort of piling on mentality where you either have to think the way people want you to think on the thread and inside of Pinside, or you can think for yourself and do what I think is the wiser thing to do, which is get your money back and, 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 and hope these guys can fix Highway Pinball. And that is not, I, I hope they fix Highway Pinball, but I want them to fix it with their own money. And I don't like it when I read, um, you know, a lot of people flipping flopping on the on the on the thread now, and I gotta call out my friend Iceman, who all of a sudden now is back on board, cheerleading this thing to get done. 
if um, you know, it's 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 the cycle, and it's a cycle of contempt within pinball. You know, it's the way you you can cheerlead Pantasia when they try to fix Zidware. You can cheerlead the new investment group. Uh, but I look, it, the whole thing is this, and I see this in the thread too, where people try to compare Jersey Jack to this situation with Jack's bailout, and I see. I don't, I don't see those as the same thing. How can you say that what Jersey Jack needed is the same as what Highway Pinball needs? Jersey Jack had a successful production line going. Yes, Jack did a lot of sleazy sales tactic stuffs to, to try and save his company. Uh, Andrew Highway did a lot of lying and sleazy stuff to try and save his company. Uh, John Papaduke did a lot of sleazy things. But here's the thing. I, I think it's time where we stop trying to salvage or sort of feel better about being lied to. When you're lied to by a company, um, you know, these guys all lie. Kevin lied, John lied, at times Jack lied, at times, you know, many times Andrew lied. Um, this constant desire to see the silver lining in a pinball operation, doesn't it get old? Don't you guys get tired? of trying to just root root for these things to succeed when there are plenty of companies out there uh, that will get you a game. Well, not plenty, right? Stern will get you a game. Spooky will get you a game. Jersey Jack will now get you a game. You know, Chicago Gaming will get you a game. And this summer, there's a lot of new games coming out that a lot of people are excited about. So look, this special edition, I want to wrap it up by saying one thing. Look, I hope these guys can figure it out. I want them to do it with their own money. But here's, a, here's the problem that I see happening. I don't think their timeline um, will move fast enough to appease the mob over on Pinside because these owners are anxious and they want to see immediate results. And I'm not sure that you can fix all of Andrew's issues so quickly that, that individuals... Um, will will be patient enough to go on the journey with you, and and again, if if there's money to be, if if there's money to go back into your pocket, why not put it there, and at least sleep at night and feel good that when Alien Pinball does come out, that you can go get it without any risk involved. Um, something I also want to see, I want to see it, and I don't think we've really seen it. I want to see an apology from Andrew Highway to the people that are out there. Um, I've seen a lot of people on the different forums have a lot of sympathy and compassion for Andrew. Uh, I don't feel that way. I really don't. There were so many times where I think he could have got compassion and could have had forgiveness had he been more honest and transparent with people, but he didn't. And he lied constantly about the status of the machines. And those lies led new buyers to put money into the company. And those people are now suffering. So I don't see the, the business leader who is disingenuous as a victim in any way. We all have dreams. We all have things that we would love to do. Um, and if we tell people we're going to start doing our dream and create a company to make a dream product, uh, and then we realize we hit bumps in the road, we should not go and have consumers bail us out and get money from them because we told a bunch of lies. And I just love how there's a lot of short-term memory loss. A lot of short-term memory loss by a lot of people 
on these threads and it's that cycle and it's dangerous and if you want to go back and look at podcasts if you want to go back and look at the information uh, that individuals like myself individuals like ken mitchell um you know i'm going to say this uh, i shared a lot of that information with uh, pinside members with moderators um, with people who ran the forums and they all decided not to share the information with you because they said it couldn't be verified from an anonymous source. It was put up by a duplicate account. Of course, I had to put up information in a duplicate account because you banned my account, right? So it's like, I tried, I tried. Um, but look, we'll, we'll give these guys a chance to right the wrongs of Andrew, but again, make them do it don't don't play with your money again why gamble again when you have a chance to play it safe and then go get the machine you want if it's actually made if they can actually figure it out the final point i'll make is this all of these gentlemen all of them none of them live in the uk i think it's hard enough making pinball machine it would be hard enough to make a pinball machine work in the city of chicago where you could get pinball talent under one roof uh, and to figure out how to mass produce pinball machines is difficult enough in areas of the world where there is a superfluous amount of people who at least have a background in pinball. Now, having a background in manufacturing, having a background in computer programming, having a background in all these other things that these gentlemen had backgrounds in, Will that translate over to pinball? Can they transfer that knowledge of successful business practices into the world of pinball? That's just a question mark because as we've all seen, uh, pinball is a tricky, tricky industry and it is a very, very complex um, device with lots of moving parts. 3,000 parts that all have to be in one place at one time and screwed together in a way that uh, doesn't break down. Uh, good luck trying to make a pinball company when you're starting brand new and nobody has experienced manufacturing pinball machines. It takes a really long time to ramp up and get, get that institutional knowledge uh, that you need to make a high quality mass produced pinball machine. Remember, Highway Pinball is not trying to be spooky. Highway Pinball is not Zidware, right? When American Pinball said, we're gonna build Magic Girls, there's 25 of them, like that's nothing. That's like 25 homebrewed machines. These guys need to build hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of alien pinball machines with what experience building even any pinball machines. So those are just the questions that I hope people keep asking themselves. And it's all up to you guys. Like, I, look, I wish these guys luck. I wish you consumers and you buyers out there. I wish you luck. I think everyone's got to make tough decisions right now on, on what they want to do. Uh, I also think that everyone should just back away from the damn threads. There's so many threads about this and everyone's just going to argue back and forth. And I'll say this, it's not going to be a quick fix. You're not going to get your alien pinball machine in two weeks. Um, if you want to go into the thread and constantly argue, I think you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be like frustrated. Uh, I also think people like Auric and, and Hilton and, and the people that are constantly like shilling for the company probably need to take a step back too. I think everyone involved with this new highway pinball organization needs to realize um, that, you know, there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of anxiety and they need to not just do this like 
one thing at a time every day communicating something differently uh, I, I think they need a professional issues and crisis person I think they need a professional communicator to help join the team and that person isn't Oric and I know Oric's very outspoken but he did this with Andrew he should not be the the person speaking on behalf of the company if they've asked him to do that I think they don't understand the past and he is not um, probably the best person uh, to be that official spokesperson for the company. And again, it's hard. I know they're trying, they have to move quickly. I don't think these guys would have announced anything. Um, the, the deal's not even signed. They, they, they have to move quickly because Pinside is sort of forcing them uh, to, to say something, right? The, 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 every day that goes by, the panic grows larger. So it's an unfortunate situation. I don't envy them. Uh, but they're all very successful men. So they probably look at their checking accounts and they're all very happy. Um, so we'll see what happens. That's it. I, I want the attention now to go to Star Wars, to go to Dialed In. Uh, we're going to see Star Wars being played today. We're going to get gameplay footage from IGN. That's really exciting. Uh, I'm going to interview another podcaster out there tonight and we're going to talk about it. We'll also talk about Alien, but I just had to get up this little special edition so um, you guys could have a little laugh in the morning and um, you guys could make up your mind on what you want to do with Alien Pinball. Uh, I also want to say this. I invite these new investors onto the show. They've probably been told that Canada's toxic and that Andrew avoided me and Andrew accused me of sabotaging his company. I got called all those things by Andrew, by by the way, um, I was threatened. Andrew was threatening to sue me a bunch of times. Uh, he was, you know, he, he didn't say it to my face, but he had people come to me and say he was he was contacting a lawyer. All this stuff, right? Coming after like I like I ruined his company. Um, but I'll say this: I will let bygones be bygones. I invite any of these investors onto the show to talk about what their plan is moving forward. I'm happy to have them on. I actually think hearing their voices. Uh, is much better than email. I think a lot is lost in tone. So I happily invite them on the show. If you're friends with them, if you know them, if you're an employee at Highway Pinball, I know you guys listen to this podcast. How could you not listen to a podcast that discusses your company so frequently? Um, simply email me at canadapinball at gmail.com and I will happily give anyone over at Highway Pinball the floor to discuss the future of Highway Pinball. And so people can hear the tone in your voice and the passion and the commitment uh, that you have to, to making this company uh, right again and to making buyers whole again. Okay, so that's all we're gonna say. Have a great Tuesday, everyone. More to come, more Star Wars. Um, this is Canada Pinball signing off.